0: spread hope, and inspire compassion toward those hurting. Lastly, by providing my heart with ears and this platform, grievers have the opportunity to share their wisdom and stories of loss and resiliency. How about we talk about grief like we talk about the weather? Let's get started. This episode is sponsored by Do Grief Differently, my 12-week in-person or online program, that helps grievers who have suffered any type of loss to feel better. In Do Grief Differently, you learn new tools, education, and a method you can utilize the rest of your life. In this program, and with my guidance, you remove the pain of grief. The sadness will always be there, because even in complicated relationships, we love. But it's the pain of grief that keeps us stuck. Are you ready to do grief differently? Check out my website, www.theunleashedheart.com to learn more. Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in to Grieving Voices and Happy New Year. Happy 2023. I hope this coming year is filled with health and prosperity for you. And today I just wanted to share seven takeaways from 2023 And I'm just going to dig right in. So this first takeaway and a nugget of wisdom is from my 98-year-old aunt who passed away in early 2023. And the takeaway is change is money too. In a world where cash is becoming less and less king, where many places don't even take cash, which is mind-blowing to me, she managed to tuck away more than $20,000 over her lifetime in loose change. She would keep it in her deep freeze in a coffee can. And uh, I guess when you've lived through the Great Depression and had nothing, you learn the value of saving and making every penny count. And uh, yeah, change is money too, right? When I find a penny on the ground, I pick it up. Because all day long, you'll have good luck, right? But I always say to my kids, change is money too. Pennies are money too. It all adds up. Takeaway number two, our kids can be our best teachers if we pay attention. And although I support my kids playing sports, I am not a parent with the mindset that sports are life. I believe the magic of who we are is in the mind, not in our physical abilities, But anyway, even though my son didn't get to play much in basketball and mostly sat on the bench, he still showed up at practice every single day. He still put in the work, and during the games, he was the loudest cheerleader for his teammates. He was the one who pumped everyone up. And I have zero doubts that his attitude made a difference. He didn't pout, he didn't whine or complain, he showed up as himself which was enough. As adults, things don't always go according to plan or how we hope, but how we respond to life's challenges reveals to us where we may have some growth opportunity. It's not lost on me that just the year before, my son had had a life-changing accident that had caused a massive shift in his attitude. And he couldn't play football that same year, which he loved, but he showed up anyway for his team as their water boy. So just as kids go through adversity and they often will learn and grow, as adults, we too can see challenges as an opportunity to grow and evolve or allow them to beat us down. So when adversity comes your child's way, just be an observer. See how they respond. Because if they're responding in a way that isn't necessarily in a growth trajectory maybe there's something there for you to learn what you know what are you emulating for your children in terms of how you respond to life's challenges because they are always watching they are always listening and they are always observing takeaway number three never give up on a mission one of my missions was to become a certified vert vert excuse me (laughs) Certified Veteran-Owned Small Business. That's a mouthful. Since I had started The Unleashed Heart uh, in January 2019, which, hello, my five-year anniversary is coming up on the 19th. Um, it It was a goal of mine since then, since I started this business. It took four years, but I accomplished just that in January of this year. One of the main reasons it took so long was partly my own mental blocks and beliefs around how hard or arduous I believed and viewed getting it done, which it, it was, it's a lot of paperwork. Um, and the process just seemed very daunting to me. However, uh, President Biden had actually passed some sort of bill or something, I can't recall right now what it was, but that made the process easier and more streamlined. And literally in one day, I had the information submitted and heard back within a few days that it was a done deal. So I am a certified veteran-owned small business. So that's pretty awesome. Um, But before we dive into takeaway number four, if you need some support in completing a mission, perhaps Magic Mind may be for you. Magic Mind is sponsoring this episode and as a user myself of this little two ounce shot of green magic that helps me get into a seven hour flow state, it helps you dial in on what you're setting out to get to accomplish with lion's mane mushroom, cytocholine and more for focus, cordyceps mushroom and ceremonial matcha and more for energy, and ashwagandha and turmeric and even more for less stress you'll be wondering where it's been all your life. Listeners of Grieving Voices can now get an exclusive offer. Head to magicmind.com slash Jan, J-A-N, Grieving Voices, and enter the code Grieving Voices at checkout for 20% off your order. Yes, you heard that right. 20% off just for being a part of my podcast community. And this month in January, they're also launching in all Sprouts Markets, why settle for the ordinary when you can experience the extraordinary with Magic Mind? Elevate your mind, elevate your life. Visit magicmind.com Jan Grieving Voices and use the code Grieving Voices to save 20% on a one-time purchase or even more when you choose the subscription option. The link is in the show notes. All right, so takeaway number four. Be yourself everyone else is taken. This gem is another takeaway from an experience with my son. He had applied for a nursing scholarship program at a university, and of the over 100 applicants, he was chosen as an alternate. He is still in that program, but the the one thing I had told him when he was being interviewed was to be himself. I knew the growth he had had in the year prior set him up for that day, and he learned so much about life and himself, and our relationship exponentially improved, including our communication. And being interviewed by that panel for the scholarship didn't require him to embellish or stretch any truth. Surely he could have done that, but stating why he was there, being honest, and sharing from his heart was all that was required. I too have found that the more I lean into the fact that who I am is enough, that I don't have to change myself for the approval of others, and that knowing that I, what I have to offer the world, and having and expressing passion for my endeavors is enough. The world can feel like one giant popularity contest, particularly in social structures of work, relationships, and certainly in business. However, imagine the freedom of just being yourself and that being enough. That may seem naive and Pollyanna of me, but rejection is a wound most of us are familiar with. It doesn't feel good. And we carry that wound, often for a lifetime. So again, be yourself. Those who are meant to be in your life will be, and those who aren't will fade into the background. Which brings me to takeaway number five. No one will ever care more about you and your health and body more than you advocating for yourself is self-care this one is still a little raw for me i'm still processing the experience i had with my health for the majority of 2023 basically for 10 months straight i felt like i was in a fight or flight state feeling like i was in medical limbo it started with a mammogram in early february it would take 10 months for me to get a clear-cut answer as to whether or not I had breast cancer. I felt like my life came down to the flip of a coin. I had gotten a BI-RADS-3, probably benign, result, which, just Google it, you'll find the answer, what that really is, because there's a scale they have. Um, but, however, after even a follow-up three months later, after, and after my one breast was becoming larger than the other it was still not determined what the lumps, which I had one in each breast, actually were. In fact, three months later, after pushing for a second opinion reading of the radiology report, which, hello, is a patient's right, and I felt shamed for wanting and pushing for it, um, it still could not be determined by that second radiologist what the lumps actually were. It would take another six months and going to a different facility with different and better equipment in my opinion after seeing the difference side by side that i got the clear answers i was seeking and that i felt confident in those answers and that's really all i wanted i wanted to feel confident in the results and i didn't feel confident because number one no one explained anything number two they were unclear and three having dense breasts and knowing the changes I had experienced only added to my concern. And I have to give a shout out to the VA and my doctor and the care that was given to me and having my concerns listened to. Without my VA doctor being on board with my concerns, validating that there was something there that should be looked into further, I would probably still feel like my future was down to the flip of a coin. I can't even put into words the mind fuck that 2023 was for me because of this. But it was because of this experience that I decided to take my health into my own hands and control what I could control. If I was going to have cancer, I wanted my body to be prepared for a fight. I got myself a nutrition and fitness coach, and in three months, transformed my relationship with food, learned all about macros, the importance of protein particularly how women don't eat near enough, and I definitely wasn't eating near enough, and lost a total of 15 inches, even though I only lost five pounds. But I felt the strongest I had in years. I'm still working with that coach, and I'm currently in a cut, which hasn't gone as I hoped, as I had some setbacks. Again, coming back to the whole mind fuck, this whole ordeal was. So with the holidays behind me, I'm getting back on track, and that feels good. I feel like I can go into 2024 with this whole deal behind me, but I want to share that as I was going through breast cancer, this whole scare of, of it being just a mere possibility, two of my previous podcast guests had found out that they did and do have breast cancer. Lindsay Joy and Maha Bodhi. Please go check out their GoFundMe links in the show notes. Lindsay Joy has made it to the other side of her treatment, and Maha is just at the start of her cancer journey. When I found out about Maha's diagnosis just in the last two weeks, I found myself going into warrior mode. I realized that I had prepared myself for the worst news of my life, and when I received the good news, it was as if that warrior energy had nowhere to go. I've had to recognize how my experience from the situation or how my experience was influencing how I was showing up in conversation with Maha. Only in zooming out from the situation have I been able to see that I still have some healing to do around that whole experience. It turns out when you feel like you're preparing for something not good, when your intuition and gut tells you something isn't right, But then that turns out to be wrong, even in the best way, it screws you up a little. So I've been feeling a bit out of sorts lately, struggling struggling with how can I ever learn to trust my intuition again when I had it so wrong. And that's where I'm working to heal. Meanwhile, someone I know 2,000 miles away has been completely blindsided. Some people may ask, why me? Here I sit wondering, in some weird, fucked-up way, why not me? So, yeah, um, that really did a number on me, and I've been leaning on the tools in my toolbox. But the one thing that has helped me most is having the awareness around it all. You can't change what you don't acknowledge. Which brings me to takeaway number six. Relationships are mirrors, When my girls fight like cats and dogs, I remind them that friends will come and go, but you always have your sister. Friendships are just plain fucking hard sometimes. People will disappoint you. People will not show up how you need them to. Your triggers will show up as projections and fears, and others will respond. It's the way of the world. What I didn't understand until I dove headfirst into human design later in 2023 is that as a manifestor type, I am always initiating others, always. Manifestors are here as the initiators. It's not a surprise to me that I find myself initiating transformation in the lives of others as it relates to their grief and emotional stories. I was built for this work. It is the energy I chose when I came into this physical body. I'm here to initiate change and action and bring ideas and things into physical form. This is not an energy I can turn off. It just happens and it just is. Discovering this about myself and having this newfound awareness, reflecting and looking within, helped me to recognize where this was causing suffering in my life within the context of relationships. It wasn't the initiating that was causing the suffering being who I am, but rather not being conscious of it, not showing up to relationships without the conscious awareness of it, is what was causing me unnecessary suffering. Because sometimes, others are simply not ready for it, or just flat out reject it, or me. I am not here to respond like most of the world who are manifesting generators and generators. So having to wait to respond, or approaching relationships from a place of wounding, which, number one, being rejection, which is a core wound for manifestors, just because of how our energy works was only being mirrored back to me and showing me where I had my own inner work to do. I worked through this over the course of months, and when I came to a neutral place, after only riding my emotional authority wave for literal months, which will only make sense to you if you're familiar with human design, but if you're an emotional authority, hello, I see you, (laughs) but only after riding that wave and then using my strategy as a manifester, which is to inform did I feel emotional freedom? I was no longer approaching things from wounding, but rather a clearly communicated line in the sand that I would no longer be waiting to respond and that I would no longer be waiting to be wanted and included in those relationships. Relationships are a huge theme that I will be continuing to explore in 2024 as a manifester because I've always already learned how valuable the information is when it's actually put into practice. I will continue to experiment with my strategy of informing and learning how I can be more aligned according to my energy type in all aspects of my life. There is so much gold there to learn and discover. I highly recommend checking out your human design. And if you're ready, dig deep and see how it can help you better understand yourself and others you know and love. And there will be a link in the show notes to that. And finally, takeaway number seven, on the note of awareness, if there's something you want to learn, there's a program, course, or mentor for it. Seek out the teachings or the support. In 2023, I got a speaking coach to help me learn how to write a captivating speech and become a better presenter and speaker because one of my goals is to do more public speaking. Again, this comes back to my strategy as a manifester, which is to inform I get to inform through this podcast, through online content, and the work I do with clients. Public speaking is just another avenue where I get to align my life with my strategy to inform. I've also taken a few other programs that are helping me to explore my intuition more deeply, because hello, I really got it wrong, so I'm trying to learn more about that. Have, I've also been reading books on human design and a program for manifestors specifically, And I'm also um, exploring other teachings to help me build my authority as a grief expert. We live in an amazing time where information is literally at our fingertips. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I have never understood boredom. But with three thinking themes in my UMAP (laughs) and a thirst for knowledge and information, in my mind, there is always more to learn And with my manifestor energy, there's always something to do, even if it's meditating and learning to just be, which is also something I intend to incorporate more back into my life in 2024. Meditation is amazing for getting to a neutral state. And as an emotional type, it behooves me to empower myself in that department. So, these are my takeaways, my seven takeaways from 2023. Some a bit heavy, some a bit lighter, but I think all of them are little golden nuggets of pieces that I've personally taken away um, through my 2023 experience and have learned from and will continue to learn from moving forward into 2024. So in the show notes, you'll find um, information for the sponsor for Magic Mind. You will find the GoFundMe for Lindsay Joy and Maha Bodhi. Uh, There will also be a link to learn your human design and also a link to UMAP information. Um, I just briefly touched on the UMAP, but the thing is, the more you know yourself, the less you look to others to tell you who you are. So whether that is... Through UMAP, through human design, through all of these things that are available, this information available at your fingertips to help you to better understand yourself. And that's actually been one of my missions, probably since about 2014, to really understand myself, which is an ongoing process. And I don't imagine I'll be stopping anytime soon. So... Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope you found it helpful. I hope you found it inspirational. Um, Maybe some pieces resonated with you that um, you'd like to share with me. I would love for you as a listener to inform me if you found this helpful or any other episode for that matter. Um, It is my service to you in doing this. And it lights me up. And so thank you so much for being here, for listening in 2023, for sharing the episodes if you did, for leaving a review if you found it helpful. And remember, when you unleash your heart, you unleash your life. Much love. From my heart to yours, thank you for listening. If you like this episode, please share it, because sharing is caring. And until next time, give and share compassion by being a heart with ears. And if you're hurting, know that what you're feeling is normal and natural. Much love, my friend.